0: Welcome to The Clown Car, a parenting podcast where a dad... And a mom... Talk about what it's like being the ringleaders in their own circus.
1: We're not professionals. The only credentials we have are four kids. So do your research and find what works for you.
0: Hello, fellow ringleaders. We are your hosts, Barry and Crystal Ricks. Woo-hoo. So it's, and we're back! It's been a couple weeks. A
1: lot of weeks. Like three.
0: No, it's two. It's okay. been two weeks. We We've missed two weeks, so we're recording on the third week. Right. So, but there's reasons for there's that. There's
1: always reasons. But Girls Camp.
0: Girls Camp. Stress. Well, let's <laughs> let's just jump into the stories of the week.
1: We usually do. It's, it's time for the stories of the week.
0: So, Girls Camp. Girls Camp. So, Girls Camp happened and
1: I don't think we've even said what Girls Camp is. Girls
0: Camp is a youth- a youth church. a youth camp for the young women of our church
1: ages 12 to 18ish
0: and then of course leaders and chaperones right. and stuff right so
1: i was a leader and i was in charge of about 13 girls for my group we went we ended up going with a group of 80 girls but i was over about 13 and um anyway so with my math class that i've been working on all summer right i had a really hard time finding time to this has been hard finding time to balance my math assignments which for me takes about two to three hours sometimes one and a half which is a good day right and then to balance that and my children because i feel like i'm just ignoring them all summer so uh and then and then having to plan camp on top of that it was rough that last week (laughs) you should see his face
0: oh and your husband too (laughs)
1: Yeah. Let's not like forget the, him. The night before camp, it was like 1230 in the morning and we're like still hot gluing stuff and getting things ready. And I, I thought I was a big ray of sunshine the whole time. That week for camp, it was great. It
0: was beautiful. I
1: never cried. Never
0: got stressed out at never all. Never yelled at anybody. And snapped at your wonderful husband.
1: I even cooked dinner every day. I,
0: yeah, totally. <laughs> so, yeah. But... So she was, she, we were, we were dealing with that craziness. So she was leaving that Monday and we usually record on Sundays and we were up until 1am doing <laughs> girls camp stuff. So we're just like, we're not going to record today. Yeah, about that. And, uh, and then she got back from girls camp and it was essentially the weekend and we were just so burnt out after girls camp because I had the... Week to the kids, to myself. You
1: were burnt out.
0: Well, you were more burnt out than I was. <laughs> I handled the kids flawlessly.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So, but, uh, but no, but, so we were, it was just kind of a, a, an off Sunday as well. And now we're to this, this week.
1: Right. So consider it our vacation, right? A then little we're
0: back. a little sabbatical there, and uh, <laughs>
1: desperately but, needed.
0: But Crystal's done with girls' camp, and, and she, it
1: was amazing. She had a
0: fantastic time, and uh, math class. Only two weeks left of math yes. class. <laughs>
1: say it again. So,
0: and uh, you'll have your say it again. N- two weeks left of math class. <laughs> Thank you. But uh yeah, so girls' camp was also a big week for me
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I had all the kids to myself.
1: You haven't done that in a few years.
0: What are you talking about? I've done it every year for the last five years.
1: No, well, you didn't have them for the entire week. My well, mom helped. Okay, I had you had them at night time, which had you're the, used to.
0: I had the kids. You're
1: making this a big deal. Huh? I had
0: the kids two full days two by myself. Full days, and then what? and then I grandma did help, and we I watched the kids. You know, in the evening time, so. and you're
1: leaving me for four days next week.
0: Well, sorry that someone had to die, <laughs> and I'm going to a funeral. <laughs> My bad. Well,
1: next week i am like I had them for four days by myself.
0: That's right. Well, Which I probably will. Well, get mom to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we had adventures while we were uh. It was just me and the kids. Did you? Yeah, we had lots of fun. Uh, but the Fourth of July happened while while this happened. Uh, so Chris...
1: Right. Camp was over the 4th of July. So
0: I had the kids up for the 4th of July by myself. So, but it was a great day because in the morning we went, we had a, a church luncheon or breakfast. Uh, and we commemorated, you know, the 4th of July and had games and everything. So it was lots of fun. And then right after we took like an hour break and then we do in our town, there's like a free summer kid movies. And so they're at the, movie theater. at the movie theater, and so they're usually you know they're older movies, but uh we went and saw mm-hmm. Rock Dog because it was one we haven't seen and
1: and it was one we didn't really ever think we'd spend money to see
0: right, and we didn't so uh but we saw it and like all my kids really, really liked it, and I enjoyed it. it was okay, but it was it wasn't the best cartoon, but like it kept all of our kids' attention That's and, weird and had we had a good time.
1: God, we even forked out money to see Cars 3 and it You're, didn't hold their attention right? the whole time.
0: Right. And so, yeah, it's kind of, but we've talked about this on the show before, how our kids like, like, like the more obscure cartoons right. rather than the like, you know, big, good ones, industry <laughs> ones. But we had a good time. But then that night, uh, grandma, grandpa invited us over and some other friends of the family. And we, you know, we ate out and, uh, we, then, thus, proceeded to launch our fireworks off. Now, it was a little windy that night, and when we were getting, doing the pre-big fireworks, we were lighting like, you know, uh, Roman candles off and stuff like that, and we, and you know, and we even let our kids handle the fireworks. We're all for that and get them in, involved. And so, when one of our friends of the uh, of our family, he was handing out the Roman candles, but it was really windy, and Grayson just happened to be standing like downwind when it was really windy. And so, when he lit it, the it wasn't like the firework part, but like just the the fuse and the the oh. the sparks from the fuse going off, uh, like a very small spark. Flew in the wind perfectly into Grayson's face. (laughs) Right. And so right on his cheek, right under his eye. And...
1: You say little, but it was a pretty decent little burn on there.
0: Right. And, uh, but he, you know, so he had a good cry and, but then we, but then he toughed it up and we had a good time after that. I would have cried. And so, and, uh, I, I burnt myself too. So we all, we all burnt ourselves a little that night. And it turned out to be a really good night, but we did miss uh Crystal desperately.
1: Right. And when I came home, that was the first thing Grayson said was like, Mom, do you see that thing on my face? That's fireworks. <laughs> I, <was like,
0: laughs> I burned my face! I know.
1: And my first thought was, what was your dad doing?
0: <laughs> Having a good time, obviously.
1: <laughs> right. Um, Meanwhile, I was at camp, not lighting fireworks, but it was, I had an amazing, amazing time Right. Except for our tent flap broke, the zipper popped off of our tent. Me and another leader, and and so we had to bobby pin it closed for the week. Right. Well, I guess we only slept in it one more time. But <laughs> uh, and then it hailed really, really hard, and our tent flooded, and all my stuff got wet, and it was a bit of an adventure. Yeah. I really felt like I can't.
0: Like I got dirty and I roughed it. I roughed it. You don't usually
1: say that at a girls' camp, but yeah, I roughed it. Anyway, and then I ended up having to sleep in these permanent tents that they have there. They look like big canvas safari tents that have no base. I mean, they're, they're built over a concrete slab, but there's no, like, bottom to it. Right. So you walk in, and there's, like, daddy long legs all over the walls. And I am not exaggerating. They were all over the walls. Like, every time you walk in, to the point where... I died a little inside and I, I couldn't sleep. I kept feeling things in my hair and it was, that was, I, I was roughing it. It was rough.
0: <laughs> Sleeping with the bugs.
1: But the girls were awesome. I love teenagers. So, it was so fun.
0: Right. So, yeah. So camp happened and that was crazy. <clears throat> and then we had other life things happened and our life's crazy right now. And we'll just leave it at that. Life's crazy. But, uh, so yeah, we're just, it's lots of fun. <laughs> right. So
1: I did forget to stay at camp. I stayed up... The first night, I didn't sleep. Like, I stayed up the whole time. And then, all through camp, I was like, why do I have so much energy? Right. You know, like, jittery energy. And I just thought, man, I'm doing so well for being tired, because at home, I'm like a slug when I'm tired. And, and then I got home, and I realized that I'd been taking uh, caffeine pills all week. Well,
0: she she had... <laughs> Essentially, Tylenol or ex- or excedrin. <clears throat> excedrin, Excedrin with caffeine in it, and she thought she was bought the generic like extra Ibuprofen. extra strength Tylenol brand, not the Excedrin brand with caffeine. So she was, and and on the bottle it says each pill, each dose has <laughs> the caffeine amount of a cup of coffee, right? And so she's like, I was just on caffeine all week long,
1: right? And I mean, if you remember, I have. I've quit caffeine, so I haven't drank it since April. I think I didn't drink it at all in April, so in March. And, uh yeah, so it was like, seriously, all week I was like, I have so much energy. But, because I have headaches and stuff. But right. it was like, <gasps> here I thought I was just awesome, and I was drugging myself with caffeine. That's
0: okay, babe. We still love you.
1: Oh, thanks. I'm glad. Right? You should. And the kids were good when I came home. Right. They actually, like, hugged me.
0: Yeah, they didn't, you know, ask you, did you bring the iPad?
1: No, I did get that. I did, from Jackson.
0: Right. (sighs) Well, no, like...
1: No, he hugged me. Well, they hugged me, and they're all excited to see me, and then a few minutes later, he starts pouting, and I pick him up, and I was like, what's wrong? And I thought he was going to say something sweet, like, I just missed you so much. And he was like, I just want to play the iPad. I was like, dude, I'm going back to camp.
0: (laughs) Going to my room. But <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Other than that, I can't think of like.
1: Um. This weekend, we well, did a lot of stuff.
0: I mean, besides leading up to this weekend, but this weekend we right. ha- we did have fun.
1: Right. Last week was like homework again.
0: Right. Lots. And ignoring
1: lots... all the family.
0: <laughs> right. But uh, this week we, you know, we always c- create a summer bucket list of fun things to do or just things to do, uh, and. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just things, not fun things. So uh, I think our list is fun.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, so we accomplished three of those things this weekend, right? Uh, one of those things was the kids wanted to do a slumber party in our living room, and so what that means is we always bring out all the kids' mattresses, lay them out on the floor. You know, we we eat snack food for dinner and watch a movie.
1: We played games. We dance. We
0: danced and played games. And then our kids stayed up all night long when we were trying to get them to bed. So
1: Okay, I'm going to blame you. You were lame dad.
0: I was lame dad? We
1: talked about this. He was lame dad and said, I don't want to sleep in there. So we left the kids alone. We didn't
0: have beds in there. We could
1: have squished in with them, which I've done before. That
0: would not have been a comfortable (laughs) night's sleep.
1: Yeah, so we, you know, at like 10 or 9, it was the 9-ish, we go back to our room and both of us are like, well, let's see how this goes. And I swear, like, every five minutes, someone knocked on our door crying. Like, someone
0: jumped on me. Someone hit me.
1: Hi. I'm just so tired, and they won't go to sleep. I'm like, right, because I don't hear you out there chatting all the time. Right. You're not, yeah,
0: you're you're silent. Yeah, for sure.
1: So, we finally got it quieted down until at, like,
0: 1030.
1: Right. Oh, no, 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 because our baby came in, our youngest came in, and he was like, everyone's being mean and so i was like just get in bed with me
0: oh right
1: because barry was playing a game on the computer and i was watching a show in bed so jackson climbs in with me and then a few minutes later someone comes in she's like i just i can't the, remember what the next done. the
0: next year so essentially she can't sleep
1: yeah oh yeah i can't sleep And i was like just come in bed and then my other daughter comes in she's like i just thought of something scary so at one point I had two next to me and one on top of me, and I was just like, I am so hot. And,
0: the event, and they all fell asleep, too. Ah,
1: all of them. And so uh, that was kind of our slumber party ended up in our room.
0: Right. Except for our oldest. He stayed in his bed. Yeah.
1: He, he toughed it. That's right. So that was fun. So <laughs> it was fun before that. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, going to bed part, is always not the, the most fun, but, uh, the next day we had fun. We spent a, you know, big chunk of a saturday with family but uh one of the things that on our bucket list that our daughters said is that they wanted to do service so we grabbed some walmart bags and we went to the library which we constantly go to and we thought we'd be of service to the library so we went around as a family around the whole library picking up garbage
1: yeah i kind of wondered what we looked like to other people you know, we're like rummaging through the bushes, right?
0: They're like, "What are they doing,
1: weirdos?" <laughs> it, was it was a lot of fun. So
0: we had a lot of fun, and but the
1: kids kept saying, "This is way fun." I didn't think it would be
0: right because we got we try to make it like a competition too. Yeah, like and we who, picked up who could pick up the most trash, right?
1: Because we are a little competitive, As
0: always. It
1: kind of backfired in the end. Yeah, when our two oldest kids were like, "I have more trash than you do." No, yeah. I have more. Yeah, I was like, "You all have trash. <laughs> we all win."
0: That's right, and so. But it was also a really good teaching opportunity because our, our kids wanted to go into the library and be like, look, we did this for you. Um, but we're like, no, we, we just want to do it and then go without, without receiving, you know, praise from the library. And we're trying to teach our kids that when you do service for others, it's, it's better when you, they don't know or that they didn't ask for it because You're showing that you're doing it because you want to, not because you're doing it to receive praise. Right. Or a reward or something. Right. So. So
1: instead we turn around and record it on a podcast for all of our friends to hear how awesome we are. Uh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Good we're, lesson. We're sharing it as, you know, a good teaching moment. It was good. And. Which,
1: which is, I want to, I really have beef with. The YouTube, um, service
0: right. YouTube yes.
1: service is is.
0: It's hard for me to believe that the because you all have seen it, like people that le- leave like big tips for waitresses, or they they do something good and do, and, it's and like, they're filming it the whole time, and it's right. just like we purposely plan this out so we can get a lot of views on YouTube. Yeah,
1: I'm like that's not service, right? To me. The, I really, that really, really, really bugs me. So that's Would you say I, it's a
0: pet peeve? I
1: would say it's pet peeve. It, no, it's beyond pet peeve. It really, it like, irks you. It,
0: you are irked.
1: If you can't tell, we had a conversation about pet peeves earlier.
0: <laughs> so,
1: but yeah, so that's, that's what I want. I want my kids to see that just because you watch people serve on YouTube does not mean that service. Like this is a service that no one at the library knew that we cleaned for them. Right. And so
0: And they felt good doing it.
1: Yeah, they did. And then so afterwards we went and got a treat.
0: What but what was also a part of our bucket list yes. was to go to the frozen yogurt place where you, you know, you fill up and dump dump a bunch of candy on top of it and and then pay for the ounces. <sighs> and and we, paid. and we paid.
1: It was painful. <laughs>
0: because our kids are getting bigger now oh my so they're gosh. eating more now and so they that's more ounces
1: <laughs> yeah it was like we could have eaten at McDonald's for that and i mean right now is not a time we want to be spending money but we wanted to get on a, get we want to do our bucket list before yeah. we can't do it right and but what was ridiculous is is here we are trying to make this family memory we walk in and we all fill up our bar cups and we're like where do you guys want to sit and they turn around and are like there's three TVs on the wall in this little room where, and then it was, all the kids are like, well, I want to watch that show. And, you know, I want to watch that show. And we're like, whatever. Just pick a TV and sit somewhere. And so it was like, well, this is a great family time. Well, I had a
0: great time. We sat and watched a funny show well, and Barry, Well,
1: Barry and I ended up picking one of the shows. And all the kids kept saying, well, we want to sit with you. And it was a really funny show.
0: Right. It was just a cartoon, and we had a good time laughing <laughs> well, we at it. we laughed
1: pretty hard. So anyway, that was great that we spent that much money to sit and watch TV, which we could have done for free at home.
0: Except we got yummy yogurt.
1: It was so good. I had the best yogurt of my life. Man. Right.
0: It was good. Good times. So that's that's it all. That's all I got, I think.
1: Okay. Um. Well, the kids have been playing a lot of Pokemon. Right.
0: I forgot to talk about Pokemon. So... We've been playing a lot of Pokemon, uh, la- the actual card game, not Pokemon Go, but we've been playing Pokemon <laughs> Go as well. Uh, so, our two oldest that can read, and they've learned the game, and so they play against each other, they play against me, and and then they, Grayson, our oldest, actually taught Crystal how to play.
1: Right. With no
0: help, really, from me, which was pretty impressive. And Yeah, he
1: did a good job.
0: And it's been a great, it's been a great little thing, because...
1: except. You know, he was like, Mom, can I teach you? And I was like, sure. So we sit down and play. But now that I know, I have to play it. Right. <laughs> and that's the problem with giving it to your kids. So every day he's like, Mom, can we have a Pokemon battle? And then I feel guilty saying no. Right. So, but I it can be fun. It's just a little inconvenient sometimes.
0: Right. Well, at times, because... You as parents, you uh, you are aware that your children ask for things at just the most awkward right, or like, inconvenient like time. Like when I
1: say I'm going to start dinner, and then I'm over the stove. Mom, can we play a Pokemon battle? i uh. like, Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
0: Or or express that you're so tired and you just want to sit down and <laughs> you want to play Pokemon and be like, No, I just said how no. tired I am and I want to sit.
1: I don't want to do anything. So yes, yes. So, but it's nice that
0: we have an extra thing to do with the kids now.
1: Right. That they love.
0: And, and all of our kids are passionate about it. Even the youngers, you know, they have their cards too. They don't know how to play because they can't read and stuff. But, but now everyone's like, you could just get us Pokemon cards for our birthdays and stuff. Like done. done. <laughs> That's an easy, easy gift right there.
1: Right. Um, the last thing is, we – another one of our bucket list things is to visit every park in town. Right. We have, like, 15 parks, I think we counted. But the first park we went to had all these, like, things on the ground from a birthday party that people right. left there. And so – Right. What? Are you judging me? Slightly. <laughs> and so I – so we were like, Mom, look, um, treasure. I found treasure. And so I was like, let's make a treasure box for the summer. It's such a cute idea. I have this glass jar full of rocks. I thought we could finally get rid of these rocks and fill it up with our summer treasure, like the little mementos we find on the ground at parks. Well, we've visited, like, what, five parks so far? And we keep finding treasure, and they bring it to me. I'm like, let's put it in our treasure pocket in the diaper bag, and then when we get home, we'll put it in the treasure box. It always makes it into the treasure pocket, but we have yet... To make this treasure box.
0: Well, and treasure has turned into...
1: <laughs> Glass.
0: Y- unique pieces of trash. <laughs>
1: That's fun. It's memorable trash.
0: Like the yellow, weird piece of plastic that Jackson brought up. Yeah. Look, treasure. I'm <laughs> like...
1: You can't force a three-year-old to think regular treasure is cool.
0: Still, I was just like, yay.
1: <laughs> right. Like, we went to the park uh on Friday... Me and the kids, and, and we were walking around this little lake thing, and, and, uh, they kept finding things like bobbin, bo- bobbers,
0: Flo- like floaters, bobbers, yeah, yeah floaters. For fish, because yeah. it's
1: a fishing lake, and, and, you know, like metal sinkers Is and stuff. Is that why
0: we have that giant bobber in our Yeah,
1: because I was like, cool, treasure, put it in the treasure pocket. And then great Jackson comes up to me, and he's like, mom, look at this rock. And he has like a piece of glass. And I was like, that's, that's great, but that's sharp. I'm going to put it in the diaper bag. He's like, I want to hold it. So I just let him walk around with a piece of glass in his hand.
0: (laughs) Mom wins. He's
1: going to get a shot. Like, I'm going to have to take him to get a tetanus shot. He didn't get cut. But anyway, the piece of glass is now on our counter. Awesome. The bobber, bobber and the weights are all over our floor. And, you know, the fun, the fun treasures never end. It's like a free party.
0: Awesome. Never-ending so, party. Maybe
1: by next week, I will have a treasure box. Okay. For our junk.
0: Good job. <laughs> you could use the. You could use the treasure box from girls' camp. I know,
1: but then you can't see them.
0: Oh. That's the point. Sorry.
1: Has to be in the glass jar. Oh. Has to be. A cute. Decorative I'll, I'll glass stay out jar. of the cute, crafty yes. stuff. <laughs> anyway, the treasure thing is a little. My outrageous. practical
0: brain kicks in.
1: But Lacey did find a gold butterfly. See pin. That was a cool term. It was like a
0: charm. Yeah, a little charm there you or go. something.
1: Except at one point, she stopped to fix her shoe, and then we walked several yards away, and she's like, oh, My butterfly! And it's like smaller than a dime or a oh, nickel.
0: Right.
1: So we had to backtrack all the way and look, scouring the ground for a little butterfly piece of junk, but we found it. Good job. So anyway, summer's been an adventure. Right. An adventure. An adventure. <laughs> um, so moving on to the article, segue, segway. <laughs> um, so the other day, back to fidget spinners, which I have to bring up every episode. Right. Uh, the other day we're driving and one of my kids says, Mom, why won't you buy us a fidget spinner? And I was like, guys, because they're just one of those toys that you're gonna love for like five minutes, and then you'll never touch it again.
0: Yeah, for a couple days. And
1: yeah. and my kid's argument was, well, yeah, that's like all of our toys. And I just, I was like gripping the steering wheel. I just wanted to be like, well, fine.
0: I'll just throw we'll it all just out. Throw it
1: all late! You know, like I'm so mad. And so I've been thinking about that. Like, how do you get your kids to appreciate what they have? Right. So that's where this article came from. Right. Like I want them to value things. Dang it.
0: Right. Value things. Fidget spinners stink. So we we found an article called How to Raise an Appreciative Child. Right.
1: Right. And they list a few things. So...
0: They have a list and we're going to go through the list.
1: The list. Because
0: that's what we do. We are list readers.
1: (laughs) Sorry. You made that sound so exciting. It is exciting. List readers. Reading a list.
0: Number one.
1: Number one. Start with the basics. Teach your kids basic manners, like saying thank you and excuse me. And they go into, you know, teach your kids signing when they're babies, but that's a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do that.
1: If you don't want to teach your kids sign language, I'm not opposed. But you
0: should teach your kids how to say thank you. And and one thing that they say on here that I I still am trying to teach our kids is excuse me.
1: Oh right, right.
0: Because because uh, you know kids just naturally will bob and weave through crowds, or they'll cut in front of people. Right. And and I'm like, dude, what do you say? Right. And 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 they're sometimes they look at me. They're like, I'm like, and they're like, oh, excuse me. And I think that's the hardest one. Please and thank you. They have they have that down pretty good. But the the whole excuse me thing, they don't realize like if you cut in front of some like accidentally step in front of someone or bump into someone or something like that, you you should say, oh, excuse me. So, but they're getting better, though.
1: You know, that I just posted on my friend's Facebook page. She asked, what are your pet peeves? And I've got this dang pet peeve when I'm at the pool. And I get stepped on, not just stepped on, but, like, trampled on by a kid, a little kid. Right. And they just look at me, and they don't say anything. And just walk off. And I always,
0: I, they're like, whatever, old I lady. I to be like,
1: excuse me, young man. You're rude. You know,
0: get just, off my lawn. <laughs> I know.
1: But maybe I need to give them a break. Maybe they haven't learned how to say excuse me yet. Now that we're talking about this, or maybe I should be the one to teach him. <laughs> anyway, so it just drives me insane, but I'm going to, I'm going to take a breath next time and I'll be like, you forgot right. to say excuse me. <laughs>
0: Right. And and they also mention how it's important to teach your kids how to share.
1: Yeah, and I love 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 this that they talk about it's more important to teach your kids um to to point out to your kids the impact that they have instead of showering them with praise. So instead of saying, "I'm so proud of you for sharing that doll with your sister," you say, "Thank you for sharing that doll. Look how happy your sister is to play with that." So it's teaching a more of like a cause and effect instead of like, you're just awesome all the time. Well, you
0: you praise the deed and not praise the child.
1: Yeah. I love that because that makes them more aware of their actions right. instead of like, it's all about me. Right. I love, love, love that.
0: So number two is stand firm on your values. Uh, and essentially what this whole section, it's one of the bigger sections, but we can kind of abbreviate it. This whole section talks about how, you know, your kids come home from school comparing their life. To everyone else, like you know, and you know, Crystal talked about the fidget spinners. We, <laughs> everyone, everyone has, has a, a fidget, fidget spinner, spinner, or everyone has this, or my, you know. And they mentioned like school lunches. Oh, you know, Freddie gets a soda with his lunch every day, or something like that.
1: Everyone else in my class has seen Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, nice, <laughs> nice. But uh, but it's talking about how it's basically it's okay for parents to say that's up to their parents. But this is what we do in our home and in our family, right? And they said that's okay to to tell kids that. That's
1: a good thing to say. It's, it's
0: a good thing to say. It's to let them know that you know everyone can do things a little bit differently, and but but that but always listen first before you interject your thoughts. Uh, see where they're coming from because sometimes when kids are like, "Well, Bobby has a TV in his room. Why don't I have a TV in my room?" And then you ask them like, "Well, why do you need a TV in your room? Like, why why is that you know a thing? Why is that a concern?"
1: Right. Instead of being like, "Because we don't do TVs in our room," right. you You know,
0: ask them like, "Why do you think you need a TV in your room or want a TV?" And then and then you can relate. Be like, "Well, we choose not to have a TV in our room because we like having TVs in the living room so we can spend time as a family watching shows we all like or something like that." You know,
1: and I really like this because to me. This is definitely good practice for when they're older and asking harder things, you know, like, why don't, why don't I get in my own car or why can't I go out drinking? You know, stuff like that. Like this is good training for us. hope our kids
0: don't ask that last one.
1: (laughs) Well, they might. I
0: don't know.
1: (laughs) It's teenager life. Right. But, um, I'm just saying they, there will come a time when they say, why can't I do what they're doing? That's what I'm trying to illustrate. Right, right. And, but hopefully we can train them with little things like fidget spinners or TVs. Right. At this age. That will be prepared and they'll be prepared to understand where we're coming from. Right. If that makes sense. Next one is give them responsibility. And so...
0: This one's pretty cut and dry. uh,
1: Chores. (laughs) Do
0: do chores.
1: (laughs) Teach your kids to do chores. Which I love how they said... When your daughter does the dishes, she's going to appreciate that people bring their dishes to the counter. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when I did the dishes as a teenager, I was always like, man, I just appreciate my family so much
0: for bringing their plates to the this counter. Is great,
1: like I have learned so much.
0: But no. but it also talks about how you should teach your kids some responsibility, even little kids, like right. And and we do like like for example. Jackson, he's three, he'll be four soon, but for like, what, the last, you know, half year or a year or so, he's been responsible for washing his plate and his bowl. and
1: cleaning the room. And and and
0: cleaning his room and stuff like that. Right, and I
1: feel like, I've always observed from our kids that they have a desire to have responsibilities. Right. Like, they love it. And I think it, it does them a disservice to be like, well, I just want to do it myself. Well, and let me clean the dishes, and
0: we need to comment about how awesome our kids have been about changing the kitty litter,
1: right? Because right. we taught
0: we, we, you know, we got the cat and and everything, and you know, we 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 had that back in our mind, like we're going to be the ones taking care yeah. of the cat. But essentially, no, they they changed the litter. At, I
1: haven't even touched it.
0: Like I, of course, I had to like, ch- you know, because every once in a while you had to like dump it all out and clean it out, and I I had to help them with that. But they they fill up the, the cat's water, the cat's food, and they've been doing a great job on yeah, that. Yeah,
1: they have because kids want responsibility,
0: right? So uh, the next one, number four, is combat the gimmies, gimme, 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 gimme. So this art, this part talks about how at times we don't realize that we're giving our kids stuff all the time. Yeah,
1: this one was surprising, and to beca- think about.
0: because like. When people are like, Oh, I don't give my kids stuff all at- I don't give my kids things because, because you're thinking like, Oh, I didn't spend $60 to buy the next video game for my kid. Be like, well, maybe you didn't, but you were at the store and you still bought your kid a, a soda and a candy or you're at the dollar tree and right. you buy a single thing or you go through the drive through and get everyone a, a 50 cent frosty. <laughs>
1: There's nothing wrong with a 50 cent frosty.
0: But, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and, but those things, those things can have the effect, same effect where.
1: They call it passive consumerism. Passive
0: consumerism, where you're, you are still consuming.
1: Unintentionally. Yeah,
0: consuming things on a regular basis, that, you know, that you feel that you need, need it.
1: Right. And I've noticed this because I've mentioned a million times that every Friday during the school year we have McDonald's playgroup right or my friends and I all go and for me uh kids meal is the cheapest item for kids
0: it really is
1: and like instead of buying to give them individual a full, to, items yeah it's to give the them a full option. meal
0: that's the cheapest option
1: and so every week my kids get a new free toy or my younger two but when we go to other places I'll say like hey okay, I'm just getting you chicken nuggets and my kids will be like what no toy or
0: no you know, fries are a or
1: Yeah, well, I usually get them a drink, but but it but, just surprised me that I was like, wow, I really am or, passively teaching my kids to be consumers.
0: Or our our daughter, how she's always like, so are we going to McDonald's
1: today? Right, like, right. She's Even al- that, yeah. She's always
0: asking about going out to eat, and we're like, whoa, maybe we eat out too much.
1: Right, right. Shh, don't say
0: that. So, But it's talking about you need to be conscious of The little things can add up just as much as if you were buying big things all the time for your kids.
1: Right. And she said that there are far-reaching implications for kids who are accustomed to effortlessly getting more and more stuff. Right. And I think that is hard. Right. To deal with.
0: So, don't buy your kids stuff. No, that's that's not really it. But you can get your kids stuff. But just be aware that if you're constantly even getting your kids little things... Your kids can still gain the mentality that they deserve things. The
1: entitlement generation. Yeah,
0: that they deserve things all the time.
1: They're entitled to things. Right. The next one is teach money management. And this one is about setting up an allowance. And, um, you know, just that your kids... We've kind of always been a little torn about allowance. Yeah, it's
0: interesting because we've never really done an allowance. We've tried, like... A reward program where, like, we've
1: tried everything <laughs> where they
0: like earn earn like a toy or something like that, or we like had toys that we already purchased that they could earn little toys. Um, but I we were reading this and I'm like, maybe we need or should try an allowance right. or something like that, right? Because
1: but I don't it, know, but well, I also their point is. How are you going to teach them how to be proper consumers if they can't buy stuff by themselves? Or just
0: to appreciate money.
1: Right. Because, you know, if you're saving up for that t-shirt, but you go and buy an ice cream and a soda and whatever, then it's going to take a lot longer. Right. And I love that because, like we've done in the past, like he said, uh, when we earned a family video game, we gave them uh, Smash Bucks to earn Smash Brothers. Right. And they, they worked so hard to earn that $60. Right and it was a great work ethic experience but it doesn't teach them budget money it didn't teach money. them
0: budgeting money yeah, so that's and it was just, but it, i mean
1: they're young too young i think right. for an allowance but, but
0: but we could think
1: now of, that they're getting older
0: we could think, we think about, about it but it's also just like you know because our our son our oldest is actually kind of getting an idea about money as well because crystal has allowed him to like pump gas and to to realize Look, that's how much money we're spending on,
1: always on gas. He's
0: like, "Wow, we're spending that on gas." Or, or we show them, show him when we're checking out our groceries, like check, you know, check this out, and he's like, "Whoa!" Right. So he's like, uh, he's getting a better understanding. So maybe an allowance he could, uh, you know, learn to save or not. So, Still scares me. Yeah. So and it
1: also said that having them balance their own money teaches them giving instead of getting, right? Which Is debatable because I remember being a teenager. Right. (laughs) I don't know. Because they're talking about specifically Christmas, you know, like they get so excited to see what your reaction to what they bought you. Right. I don't know. We'll have to try that out. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Uh, So the next section is don't take it personally. Uh, So the person shares a wonderful example about how a mom takes. You know, a special occasion, takes the kids to the zoo, goes all out, rides the rides, get an ice cream treat, and even gets a little gift at the gift shop. And then they go home, and they said, not even before I unpacked the cooler, my six-year-old says, I'm bored. There's nothing to do. Oh, story then, of
1: my life. <laughs> then the mom goes, I
0: was instantly angry, thinking after all that money and effort and the great time we had that... That, that's the thanks I get is I'm bored and there's nothing to do. So the.
1: Haven't we played this scene up a billion times? Oh, yeah.
0: But, uh, but the author makes a interesting point. Like, this is a opportunity. Like, your kids aren't not necessarily being unappreciative. They're just are, you were entertaining them and now they don't know how to entertain themselves. (laughs)
1: Right. They're so, saying you entertain me. Now I'm, I'm bored. Right. Or now I, now I'm not I'm, being entertained. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm bored because you're not entertaining me. So this is really about teaching your kids how to play by themselves or with their siblings or, you know, to do something creative. And so instead of getting angry, they're like, suggest to your kids. Well, you know, if you're bored, here are a few options of activities you can do. And so, but they say just ultimately when your kids are saying, I'm bored. Even though you just did something fun, don't take it personally because it's not that they don't appreciate it. It's just their brains can't comprehend entertaining themselves after you have entertained them all day long.
1: Or, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. And I think we've experienced this a lot. Our kids are always saying they're bored. But every time we come and, like, leave, you know, like, leave them off on their own... They always find something fun to do. Uh,
0: Yeah. So like the first 15 minutes is awful because they're like, but then after a while, they're like, we always hear them playing and having fun. And, or, you know, maybe the olders will go off and play Pokemon by themselves. Right.
1: And I mean, we have older kids where we can, you know, say, well, I'm going to my room, you know, and leave them out there. And I think that's something because as a newer parent, I always felt that pressure to make sure my kids were always entertained. And now I try really hard to say, Figure it out. Right. I want to see what you can do. Yeah,
0: you guys got this. <laughs> That's
1: a hard lesson. Right. Next one is keep it in perspective. And this one is saying, you know, you're working so hard to teach your kids all these manners and lessons. And just because you're not seeing it at home doesn't mean they're not doing it out in public.
0: Yeah, because often kids are not on their best behavior when they're at home.
1: And ain't that the truth. But <laughs>
0: how many times have you gone out with your children and everyone's like oh your kids are so polite and so right. nice and they're always helping be like well i'm glad you're getting it because i'm not getting it
1: right so you'll see them using their manners and then you know he does have it in him right he just chooses not to show it to you that's
0: right so which is so you're doing it's
1: gu- just get the brunt in all the time yeah
0: so you're doing a good job because obviously they learn but you are you're just not Reci- you're not receiving.
1: Right. And I, that a, ties in, I think, to everything. Cause, right. you know, we're trying to instill good values and they may not seem like they understand them, but someday. Right. They'll get it. Okay. Next so one. So the next one, it
0: says, an appreciative approach to the holidays. Or I could say, you know.
1: Birthdays.
0: Birthdays or events or anything. So it says, let's be clear. There's nothing wrong with giving your children gifts, but as the parent, you get to define what celebrating means in your house. And shifting the focus from getting to giving will have a ripple effect. So essentially saying, let's focus on maybe giving a little bit more this year than getting.
1: Right. And the other one is, um, setting the tone, which is about gift giving is that you should not, you don't want your kids to feel that like, well, I want to buy them a $50 Lego set or something, right. you know, but, but that heartfelt things should be where our like, focus is. Ha-
0: handmade stuff.
1: Heartfelt, handmade cheap
0: <laughs> <laughs> or baked I, I like or cheap. you could always just give me some baked goods and i'll be happy so so just you know let them know that they could do that as well uh the next one is get festive so it's talking about how instead of just focusing on gifts for you know it says the holidays but you know this could go with birthdays as well instead of just focusing on the gifts do stuff as a family like go skating you know playing board games or visiting family and friends Do things to create memories because memories will last a lot longer than the gift they receive.
1: Right. And then downsizing. Just saying, put a limit on the amount of stuff you're giving your kid.
0: Yeah, so, like... And
1: that applies to everything. Right.
0: And we could do better than this, too.
1: Like, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this. For school, there's a pressure for the start of school to, like, buy your kid a whole new wardrobe. Right. And I mean, they're growing, but why does school mark that, like... You need new clothes because everyone else is going to have new clothes. Right. You know? And I was thinking, I just want to get my kids, like, a shirt to wear on the first day of school. Right. But they don't need new pants when they have pants. You know?
0: Yeah. I if, just, there's I mean, weird if, pressure. If they grow out of them, understandable. But if your kids still fit in the same clothes, yeah, get them a back-to-school shirt, not a back-to-school wardrobe.
1: Yeah, I think that's crazy.
0: Right. And then the last one is uh, give of yourself. So essentially, it's talking about like, for example, the uh, in our town and other towns we've lived in, there's always like the giving tree, like yeah. either at Walmart or sometimes at our church, where there's people that are less fortunate than yourselves that could use a little extra help. And so we, I remember doing this one year with our kids, where each kid picked a kid off of the tree and they and we went and got a gift for for it and they had a blast doing that and and being able to to serve others rather than you know consuming
1: right but i think this is something that is another pressure at christmas
0: right it only is only at is christmas kind of, it is kind of a pressure to be like you have to buy not only your friends and family stuff but strangers as yeah, well. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs>
1: at the stores, the trees pop up, the, the giving trees or the, you know, the shoebox things, but never any other other times of year do you really have that pressure. Right. And so I think this is something you should teach your kids to do throughout the year.
0: So we're saying, we're saying we should have the giving tree on not necessarily a <laughs> holiday. That way we're right. not spending money all at the same time, but spread it out through the year.
1: Right. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that we can teach our kids these skills and it doesn't have to be forced upon us at christmas time. right
0: so but uh so that's it that those are some tips on maybe how you can help your kids to be a little bit more appreciative we're gonna in apply lives.
1: some of these to our kids
0: right so that's it for the clown car parenting is hard and we believe you should get a gold star just for trying
1: just remember our way is not the only way find what works for you You are doing a good job.
0: You can share your thoughts on Facebook, where we are most active. We'd love to have your likes there and comment and everything. Or you can email us at theclowncarshow at gmail.com. But most importantly, don't forget to subscribe,
1: Subscribe. rate, rate,
0: review review. our show on iTunes. And until next time, enjoy Enjoy your your circus. circus. You've been listening to a Closet Geek Studios production. For all information about Closet Geek Studios, visit theclosetgeek.net for all your geeky needs, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook.